0: hey everyone it's sam thank you for listening to factory fiction uh today's episode was a special one or it's it's a recording of a special time um this is an interview i did with John Jackson Miller. He is a New York Times bestselling author of some of the Star Wars novels, as well as some some um, Star Trek novels and comics for Marvel and Star Wars and other big franchises. Um, I was able to connect with John through one of the Facebook groups for the Star Wars books fans, because I'm into those. And he agreed to do a, do a video interview with me and a podcast. Um, only reason I'm giving this one a separate intro is because I somehow realized after the fact um it seems like, we, like the live video cut off um not sure why we had some difficulties with, with this one which which made me frustrated because it was like like um, it's a a big name or a, a, i guess a, a big name in science sci-fi that i'm interviewing and, and the, te- the technology isn't working right i'm still figuring out facebook live and such like that but for some reason it seems like the video cut off at the beginning and so the episode i have recorded starts in the middle i apologize for that i don't know if there's a way to get back i don't don't think i can get back whatever was lost in the beginning so just don't be confused when you listen to the beginning and and it feels like it's coming in media res um we did do the beginning of of, of an interview it says this is where the video picked up so here is most of my interview with john dexson miller new york times best-selling author hope you enjoy and hope you keep listening listening to fractured fiction thank you so i was going to ask you who or what are the biggest influences on your writing whether that's other authors or other stories? I mean, obviously you are into Star Wars and Star Trek. I imagine you were a fan of those things before you started writing in them. But like, as far as story, uh, kinds of stories or genres or specific works or authors, what influenced you to begin writing and get into this world? (coughs) Well,
1: um, I started doing my own comics around the same time I started buying them. So uh, age six, uh, I was doing my own comics. I uh, I would say that you know, certainly the uh, with these tie-in novels and comics that I've done, obviously the source material, the movies, the TV shows, the whatever I'm working with, uh, those are big inspirations. But then I also have uh, you know other people who have written in those worlds. Uh, you know, in comics, for example, uh, <coughs> excuse me, allergies. Um, mm-hmm. In comics, for example, uh, Archie Goodwin. Wrote a lot of the early Marvel Star Wars comics, and that kind of showed me how you could make use of somebody else's sandbox. Um, you know, Jim Starlin, who uh, created Thanos, uh, did a a great science fiction comic series called Dreadstar. Um, you know, I've I've drawn upon you know things that things that I enjoyed reading that uh, that I wanted to kind of communicate the same feel of. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of us have been fans first, and then, and then, and then um, change later, or or turn, or, or try to tried to recreate the things later. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard yeah. to
1: actually do it if you're not a fan.
0: Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Phantom is a minimum requirement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you said. Um, sorry, I was trying to check on the, the live video stuff too, but um, you said like. Early comics like like Marvel comics. Um, you, you mentioned Thanos, or yeah, all and, them kind of. yeah.
1: And uh, you know, in prose, uh, Arthur C. Clarke. I was a big fan of uh, of his novels.
0: Okay, okay, good deal. Yeah, very big in the sci-fi world. You do mostly sci-fi, I think. Um, uh, it's and, been
1: mostly that. Uh, I've done. Yeah, uh, you know, I think I did a Conan comic. Uh, I did some Simpsons, um, and I've done some various video game comics uh but they tend to be science fiction
0: okay very cool yeah okay um so i don't know um i'm guessing I'm, I'm curious like how did you get into the craft of writing like how did you um but like i mean it's one thing to be a fan but how did you realize you were a writer or interested in that anything like that
1: well uh you know i was you know, as I said, writing my own stuff since I was a kid, uh, you know, even typing out, you know, little novels on my, uh, you know, Smith Corona typewriter. Uh, mm-hmm. and then of course later on, I got a home computer and that just caused me to do a lot more. Uh, you know, I was a journalist, so I was, uh, used to working on deadline. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I, I did my own fanzines, uh, you know, later on, uh, after I was, um, uh, in the, uh. You know, in, uh, in the Journalism Business for a while, I got uh, a job working for Comics Buyer's Guide and Comics Retailer Magazine, uh, which, uh, you know, the trade magazine for the comics industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that helped me make some connections later on. Sure. Uh, as well as, you know, giving me more writing
0: experience. Okay. Yeah, you start start small and build your way up kind of thing.
1: More or okay. less. Okay.
0: Very good. And now if you are today. You with a... A number of novels under your be- belt and writing for some of the big franchises out there. Okay, okay. I was getting a thing that that said um, people weren't able to see your video, but um, it's just um, it it just came on apparently. So I'm not I'm not sure. I think we're past the technology difficulties. So sorry for being distracted. Okay. But it seems seems to be working now. Um, okay. So I was going to ask you what's the biggest struggle for you with the the craft or the process of writing or editing? I mean, I. I I mean, I know people say things like finding, finding time and things like that, but in addition to that, like um, the actual process of writing slash editing, um, but the, you know, your process for your books, what's the hardest part or something you'd struggle with? Because we all we all know writing doesn't come easily to, or to everyone, or even if it does, it's still not easy every time. It's just yeah, that's something you have to work at.
1: Uh, the hardest part is usually the plotting uh, figuring out what the story is going to be about and, you know, coming up with the, you know, the structure, the summary before you actually write the book. Um, you know, I, I tend to do better when I'm you know writing free form, uh, but you can't really do that when you're doing a tie-in story where it has to be approved by somebody uh, before yeah, you can begin writing. Uh, I want so, to know how that works. Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's approvals you have to go through. Uh, it is just a lot easier to... Uh, you know, uh, uh, what, once the plotting is done, the actual writing in the manuscript uh, or the comic book, uh, is, is much, much easier. Uh, it's just okay. that, it's that initial part of it that, uh, is, is kind of a logic
0: puzzle. So you're not really a plotter by nature necessarily. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm, I, I can do it. I'm good at it. I don't always enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's okay. Yeah. In writing, we kind of have different camps. We talk about the plotters versus the pantsers, and and like those who fly by the seat of their pants. Um, yeah, I would imagine it's different when you're doing a tie in novel, or I mean, I, I obviously I haven't done that yet, other than fan fiction and such. But like, I read Star Wars: Kenobi, for instance, which is basically, for anyone who doesn't know, it's Obi Wan Kenobi's story after Revenge of the Sith. Um, he, he goes to Tatooine, and he, he's of course watching over Luke, and um. I know it's not officially canon anymore, but don't worry about that. It's 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 it's, it's a Star Wars story. Um, so like that one, you got to get a, you basically had to, had to get approved by I don't know whoever's in charge of the canon or whoever's in charge of the Star Wars timeline. I guess. Well, there's
1: Lu- Lucasfilm and then also the publishers.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they want to know basically where you're going with it, what 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 you're gonna do with it, so you don't do anything mm-hmm. crazy crazy to the timeline, I guess. Exactly. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm skipping around a little bit, but um, we're, while we're on the topic, we'll, we'll just make, make sure it works. Um, I was going to ask, well, I've asked people before about um, how they find like, the right editor or a publisher. I guess in this case, a publisher. But I'd kind of like to know more than that, um, how did you get involved with the big franchises like Star Wars, Star Trek, and Marvel? Like, you, you were, I guess you were doing things like on your own first and kind of got picked up by them. Well,
1: I had uh, I had been editing the magazines for the comics industry, uh, you know, for almost ten years when okay. uh, Marvel approached and asked if I wanted to do, you know, do something for this new talent program that they had uh, called Epic uh, in okay. 2003, and uh, I wrote uh, my first comic book for them called uh, Crimson Dynamo. Uh, that I... led to me, yeah, yeah, that, that led yeah. to me getting uh, a, a year on Iron Man. Iron Man yeah. led to be getting Star Wars comics, Okay. so it's okay. So, one door opens the next.
0: Yeah, so again, doing the guide for a while. Is it, so you didn't approach Marvel or anything; they they, they came to you. Is that, is that uh, yeah, it? in that case. Okay, I think I might have read some of the, like 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 the first issue or so of Crimson Dynamo. You said you said you said, you said early early two thousands. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would have come out in uh, September of two thousand three. Um, okay. You know, I, I, so I sort of started at the top. That's not, that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. that's not, that's not a usual way to, to go. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but you know, it worked for me. So, uh, okay.
0: you know, I. That's, that sounds familiar. I mean, back in 2003, I, I was, I was buying Marvel Comics, but I wasn't like, um, I wasn't like buying things monthly because I, 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 I didn't have either the, the money or the, or the focus to keep up with that. I was like buying what, what looked, looked cool, cool at the time, but I think. I think I might, have, I might have read one of the Crimson Dynamo's. And I went back recently and, and read your work on Iron Man just because I, I, I found out you had done that. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and well, then... what's cool
1: about that is uh, you know, the Crimson Dynamo character that we created, uh, that version of it, um, if you get the Black Widow action figures, you get a piece of the Crimson Dynamo. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, you could build a giant uh, Crimson Dynamo figure. That's
0: very cool. That's cool. Crimson Dynamo is, is, is like the Russian version of Iron Man, kind of. Is that right? That's exactly right. Great. You're great. Okay. I, I, I know enough comics to know, to know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, so then you got Iron Man. And then that's how you broke into Star Wars. Um, I guess, now, Marvel wasn't doing the Star Wars comics at that time. Dark Horse was. No, right? that was
1: Dark Horse. That was Dark
0: Horse. But they saw you on Marvel and they picked you up, kind of?
1: Uh, I actually went to visit uh, Dark Horse's offices. Uh, uh, It was a family reunion out in Oregon. And uh, since I knew them through the business, I dropped in. uh, I I didn't drop in, but I scheduled a a tour. Uh, And I I happened to run into uh, the uh, the editor of the line uh, for Star Wars, Randy Stradley. And uh, I said, hey, here are these Iron Man comics I happen to have with me. Uh, and, uh, and he said, well, yeah, we're looking for somebody to, you know, do some fill-in issues, uh, for, uh, for Star Wars Empire. And, of course, that ended up turning into the opportunity to do the Knights of the Old Republic series, which, uh, again, ended up lasting five years. So, it was a big deal.
0: Yeah, I read read part of that one, too, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't realize these were all the same, these were all you at the time, but I was like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay. How about like Star Trek and and things like that? I mean, I, I guess that's the other big one. How do you? Uh, that? S-
1: Star Trek. I actually tried to write for even before uh, Star Wars. I I had submitted something for the Strange New Worlds uh, writing competition that they had. I think in two thousand or so, two thousand one, somewhere in there. Uh, but uh, and and indeed, I actually had a uh, a an ebook that was that was approved, but before I could actually. Uh, began writing it, uh, the uh, the line got canceled. Uh, so I ended up doing Star Wars instead. Uh, but uh, around about 2014, the same time I was doing the New Dawn novel for uh, Star Wars, uh, I uh, actually, it was the end of 2013, I think it was, that I was I was doing both. Uh, I was asked to write uh, a novella for Star Trek that did come out, uh, and that led to a, a novel called Takedown, that led to a trilogy for the 50th anniversary year uh, called *Prey*, uh, and then in the last three years, I've done uh, a novel a year. So uh, there's okay. Inter- *Enterprise War*, which is uh, which is about uh, Captain Pike uh, and Spock and where they were during the Cleon War. Uh, there is *Die Standing*, which is about uh, Emperor Giorgio's first mission for Section Thirty-One. And again, now we have this origin story, uh, more or less, for uh, for uh, Cristobal Rios uh, in the in the Rogue Elements novel for uh, for the Picard series. Uh, that okay. one's a hardcover. I'm looking forward to seeing that.
0: Okay, uh, first hardcover or uh, or it's the first
1: hardcover it. for Star Trek. Star Trek uh, had had not done hardcovers for almost a decade, and then with the Picard okay. series, they started them again. Um, okay. No, I think uh, I think Kenobi would have been my first hardcover.
0: Okay. 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 I didn't realize that. I'm. I'm. I'm more of a Star Wars guy. I, I like Star Trek, but I have not read all the Star. I haven't read any Star Trek books. I have a shelf full of Star Wars books. But
1: uh, if you like my stuff in one place, you're going to like it the other place.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's no. It's no. Um, have you written anything like? I, I mean, like of your own, like original characters, or or
1: yeah, something uh, you're trying to do? In uh, in 2013, I wrote a uh, a serialized uh, novel called uh, Overdraft. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, uh, it was something where it was by Amazon's, uh, science fiction imprint. So by default, it couldn't get into bookstores. Uh, mm-hmm. and so, you know, it was, it was an interesting experience. I will probably return to those characters, uh, one day in a different format because I have the rights back. Uh, and, uh, and I'll get that back into print again, but, uh, okay. no, I, 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 have various projects of my own that, uh, I do work on and, you know, sure. it just happens that every time, you know, uh, uh you know, Hollywood comes calling, uh, <laughs> or, you know, some, some license thing comes calling. Kind I, of a big I deal there. Well, I drop everything and go to that.
0: Sure. I, I, I would too, I'm sure. Okay. What's the premise of, is it, is it called overdraft?
1: Yeah, overdraft is sort of uh, aliens meets Wall Street <laughs> it's okay. it's, uh, it's uh it's a uh, it's a it's a stockbroker in the future who uh, accidentally bankrupts his uh, his interstellar corporation uh, through his uh, rogue trading and uh, the uh, the the corporation rather than uh, go into bankruptcy uh, the security team grabs him and takes him to the uh, uh takes, takes them to the frontier with them to serve as their trader, as their leading trade representative uh, to try to get their money back one planet at a time. And so that was a okay. fun book, and I hope to do uh, more with it at some point.
0: Okay, great. Um, let's see. I think um, yeah. I was going to ask you, what's one thing um, I asked you about struggles in writing? What's, what's, what's your biggest strength in writing, or what's one thing that you think your books do really well?
1: Um, I, I enjoy dialogue. I enjoy humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, you know, my secret is I'm kind of a comedy writer. Uh, the stuff that I've done that's been darker, uh, you know, you get, I try to put some humor even in that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for example, with the, uh, the Rogue Elements novel that's coming out in August... Uh, i specifically said i wanted to do a book that's fun uh you know, I wrote this book during the pandemic uh, yeah. i figured the world needed a break uh, oh, and, absolutely. and so uh you know this this should be a really fun summer reading experience for people uh there's just a lot of a lot of uh, funny moments in the book uh, and yeah. uh, and I, I have a number of you know things that i've done like that uh, where you know they're just they're just flat out enjoyable. I did a I did a novella for the Star Wars Canto Bite uh collection for episode yeah, I eight. I think I saw some of that. And uh and uh you know my my story there which was about a gambler who's trying to make uh enough money in one night to survive uh and not not be killed by gangsters. Uh yeah th- it's just such a fun story. And so I,
0: I was glad to get to do that. Yeah. It's escapism. Yeah. I mean I, yeah. I mean yeah. I, I, I read Kenobi. I mean, I mean, I really liked the character dynamics and everything. I mean, and yeah, there's, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't written to be a comedy, but primarily, but it's, but it was fun. It was fun. Well, there were some moments. Yeah. 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 Okay. I do see we have a couple of viewers. You know, we're questions in the chat. Anyone um, that, that definitely, if you're interested in in writing in any of this, I um, want to hear from you too. Um, we do have one viewer, um, the lovely Rachel. That's, 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 that's my wife. Um, she asks, Um, what's it like to write in a prescribed world like the Star Wars Galaxy? Um, she's a big world builder, and so, like, I guess, world building in in an established universe that already exists. Um, what, what is it like to, 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 what are the the benefits or challenges of of writing a world that's already made for you?
1: In a sense, it's like writing an adventure in a role-playing game, where, you know, you've got the, you've got the, you've got the source books, you've got the material, you know the world, Uh, before you get to it. Uh, And so you're looking for ways to tell a story that doesn't conflict with anything that is already out there. You also don't want to establish anything that interferes or might interfere with somebody else doing a story in the future. Uh, You don't want to close off any opportunities. Uh, So, I mean, you know, there's there's that. Um, It helps to do something in a time frame where there's nothing to run into. Uh, You know, Knights of the Old Republic... I only really had to navigate around the video game events, uh, which were several years later. Uh, but you know, Knight Errant, uh, Lost Tribe of the Sith, those were things where there was nothing anywhere near it uh, that yeah. I was going to run into, uh, and I could kind of go my own way. Um, you, know, the, uh, the, um, you know, the the you know the 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 two Trek novels before the current one, uh, Enterprise War and Die Standing. Yeah, you know, those were set in very prescribed parts of the time frame where, you know, I couldn't go before or after it. Uh, and I had to kind of mind what was going on in the TV series around it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, less of a problem with Rogue Elements because uh, it is set significantly before the Picard show. And there's just a mm-hmm. lot of space there. So a lot of time. Uh, so, uh, it you know, the book is one of the longest... It is the longest novel I've ever written so uh, really? it's okay. Uh, okay. it's uh, it's uh, and I needed all those words. Um it
0: is Yeah, no I, it, I believe
1: that. It takes place over a couple of years of the character's life and even so there's a bunch of years left that nobody's looked at.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I um what, what was going to say um I know the the Star Wars Old Republic stuff they um I mean, they, they they took place what thousands of years before the movies, so yep. so a lot of room. And I, I, I mean, you're not you're not the only one who's written for that. It's, it was a big thing they did for a while, but a lot of room there. Um, I guess with some someone some, like Kenobi, um, having having read, it, I ask as a fan, um, and and I've I've heard people say say things like this in, in other comics and other franchises. But like, is it frustrating or at all like knowing? I mean, I guess I guess I guess like you you know how it ends, like like. Like you know, you can't do anything. I mean, anything like drastic with the character. I mean, I mean we know that that Obi Wan lives on to for for twenty more years after this. So like, like you can't do anything that will really disrupt disrupt the character. Is, is it helpful to know that, or more frustrating to, to be limited? Well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's you know,
1: this is this is the these are the parts of the story that are already sketched in, uh, and sure. so. My question is, how does he learn to live with that? How does he learn to live with the fact that he might not be going anywhere uh, for a very long time? Uh, how does he come to terms with it? How do other people react to him as he's there in the beginning? Um, you know, How does he suppress his impulses to be a Jedi when he his job is not to be a Jedi, but to, uh, to yeah. stay there and just watch over the kid? Uh, so, uh, no, they're, they're, that's not limiting at all. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's what you do with it.
0: There's a lot of uncharted territory there still. And I mean, it's, it's still showing how he lived, how he turns from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness basically in, in, in 20 years. Yeah. More or less. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Um, what is one writing tip you could offer that you, either from your experience or that most people overlook or don't know when it comes to the craft of writing?
1: I would say, uh, just write whatever you can for an audience, uh if you just keep writing something that nobody, you know, reads except for you, uh, you're not gonna get any better. Uh yeah, and so, you know, I did a lot of writing for my high school newspaper, my college newspaper.
0: Great.
1: Every one of those things taught me something because I was writing for an audience. Mm-hmm. Uh I needed to communicate. Uh I also needed to hit a deadline. Uh and you know, those are skills that you need to have. And so um you know, I never did fan fiction because I I was always too much of a capitalist, uh, even as a kid. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to be able to sell my own stories, uh, but, now, but you're also,
0: getting, now you're getting paid for fan fiction, basically.
1: Well, but it's not because I'm, it's official. Uh, that's that's
0: it's,
1: true. that's it, true. It, it, it's got it's got the uh, it's got the uh, you know official imprimatur of the studio. It's canon. Uh, well, and if it's not canon, even regardless, it's, it's licensed, it's, uh, which yeah, means you yeah. can legally sell it. Uh, and, and so, uh, but again, that's not to say anything about, uh, you know, that fan fiction can't be helpful because again, sure. it can, it allows people a chance to be read. Uh, it allows people a chance
0: to net and things like that. I've, I've used in the past. Um,
1: people can yeah. get feedback
0: about, you know, their writing, uh,
1: yeah, any way that they can get that, that's fine. It's just, you know, those stories, they'll never be officially published. That just, doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, you, know, you you I, can't you can't bring your own Star Wars novel to the Star Wars people and have them publish it. They can't even look. At, they can't even look at it.
0: I wondered how that worked. I, I, I was I was thinking. I mean, I I have a Star Wars idea that I think I think would would, would work well with the comic books. And I'm like, I haven't written it yet. I mean, I mean, and I probably, I probably won't even start writing it because because like you said, I'm like I don't know where I deal with it or what I do other than fanfiction.net. Um, well, but... it'll,
1: if it's if it's that good, it'll keep. Uh, until you're in a position to use it. Yeah. And I'm, and otherwise, use it with something with your own characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, working and own I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my own stuff first. I'm I'm working on my own stuff first, and and hoping to get noticed if I make it big, if or when I get I get out there. It's just it's just one thing at a time. I'm like you know, I'm like got gotta build up, build up from the bottom like others have done. There's there's no shortcuts. Is what I'm gathering, or n- not usually. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Um, what have you done, or are you doing, for self-promotion or engaging the audience? I mean, I guess with with with, with writing for a big franchise, and, and, or slash big publisher, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure they do a lot of that for you. But um, how does that process work of of self-promotion or getting your stuff out there?
1: Well, you, you still have to you still have to do the work on your own. Uh, you know, I okay. I do things like this. I do podcasts. Uh, I've got Twitter. I've got Facebook. I've got Instagram. Um, I have my website, farawaypress.com, where I've got behind-the-scenes notes on most of the books that I've ever done. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of ways to engage with people. And then, of course, conventions, uh, which are finally yeah. starting up again. Uh, so yeah. so there's a lot of opportunities.
0: Good, good, okay. Yeah, um, what was I going to say? I, I, I guess this might go hand-in-hand. Hand. I mean, I, I was going to ask, like, um, what's it like to make a living as an author? I mean, I mean, I guess... I think some of us who are who are on, on the phantom side and who maybe aspire to be one day where you are, we 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 think of things like, oh, you know, he's. I mean, I mean, they're you know, they're famous, they're they're published, they're they're successful. And I mean, I'm I'm realizing now. I'm, I mean, like it's you know, I'm, I'm sure you weren't an overnight billionaire or anything. I mean, I mean, I mean my dad's published two novels and, and and he's and he's still teaching at a, at a college. And, and I mean, you you seem like you're you're down to earth. I mean, you're, you're you're approachable and such. And and you and you know you're not you're not like like an, an overnight billionaire necessarily. So like, I mean, is your like, I guess what what's your daily life like, or I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but, but, um, uh,
1: well, I, I I've been doing this full time for about 13, 14 years. Um, okay. I, 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 I would have more money if I were, if I wrote a lot more. Um, but sure. I, uh, I have found that uh you know over the years I need to recharge between books uh and uh yeah and and yeah you know, I have to kind of you know, reset uh and uh yeah that's that's uh that's not unusual uh and uh you know i sure. also you know the thing to keep in mind with particularly with the tie in fiction uh is you know uh, yes, you get the benefit of the name recognition of Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Planet of the Apes, but then you don't actually own it. So um, you know, when TV comes to call saying, "You know, what what can you sell us?" You know, for Netflix or whatever, uh, you know, you don't have anything. So it's a it's a different it's a different uh, kind of kind of model there. Uh,
0: different and yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, but no, I mean, my my daily you know, routine is I'll, I'll, um, if I'm, whether I'm on deadline or not, I, I tend to you know, handle all my, uh, you know, PR and email and everything in the morning, uh, and, uh, do most of my writing in the afternoon and evening.
0: Okay. But you still, um, you're doing it full time. And I mean, I, I mean, do you like yeah. work on your writing every day? I mean, I mean, or I mean, are, the, are, the, are there, there's periods between books where we're not working well, so much. the
1: last uh, last few months I've been uh, I you know after after that last novel came out Yeah, they're not or, or that you know went to went to uh, the publisher They're never quite done because you have to do multiple rounds of proofreading
0: oh, yeah.
1: And you know each time that comes back uh, You know that's a week <laughs> That's that's because you've got to reread the whole book again. And so that kind of stuff is cycling yeah, I do have a, a website about comics history called comicron.com uh, okay. and I spend a lot of time on that in between projects. But uh but yeah, I mean there's a lot of ways to fill the day. Okay. Okay.
0: Very good. And I mean and then you said, yeah, you said it's, it's full-time. So I mean you're 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 doing it. I mean I mean I mean you you know you 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 you've made it. I mean I mean it's, it's it's your job and you're you seem to be doing okay for yourself and and still enjoying it and it seems like
1: more or less,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, every job most days, you, you, most days it, it's it's good, yeah, I mean I mean even a job like this, like, I mean, yeah, every job has its w- whatever quirks or perks or running for everything, but um, and I'm sure for, for you know for for, for someone who who starts as a fan like 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 you did and like all of us did, it's not about the money necessarily it's i mean i mean it's it's about more than that too, so so it seems yeah. Seems like you're 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 doing what you like and telling fun stories and and you know making a decent life out of it. So glad to see that. Um, okay. Well, any more? Uh, if there's any more questions in the comments? Um, please ask them. Or, or um, okay, um, we have one more um, or a couple more. Um, Talis says, "She just bought Kenobi the other day and can't wait to read it." So it wasn't a question, just a, just a comment. But um, right. yeah, I can endorse it. It's, um, it, was, it was a fun one. I read it a couple months ago. Um, Rachel also asks, how much research do you have to do for your writing? I assume that's, at least some of that is, is fictional world research, but uh, anything else, too? It, it,
1: depends, on, it depends, depends on what it is. Um, you know, that Kenobi novel, uh, on, on my website, farawaypress.com, I have my notes for Kenobi, and it gets into all the research I did. And, uh, you know, there's even links to maps that we had uh, that we used for the series, uh, or rather for the book. Um, mm-hmm. It just really depends on what it is
0: sure sure okay yeah that's like that can be a varied process i mean do you do like real world research to kind of uh i will on
1: life? i will on something like star trek uh where you know uh it's it's earth's history so i get to dig into that uh and you know where physics is more of a part of it
0: I, I was um, saying, arguably more based in real science than star wars, like, in star wars well i
1: mean you, you can make it part of the story in a way that you can't make science part of the story in star wars well, that Star Wars isn't science based. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, space <laughs> it, it's space opera. It's space opera. You know, it's uh, you know, you can you can make a plot point out of you know the transporter not working or how it works or how it interacts with shields. Uh, you don't want to do it, that with Star Wars. That's just not what gets seen on the screen.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, it, 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 it's a different feel. I mean, it's, people, people people call it space fantasy, or whatever. Um, it's or science fantasy. It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Um, so I know you've, you've alluded to this, but I was going to, I was going to ask, what do you have in the works currently or for the future? Um, the Star Trek novel, you said rogue elements, um, yep. Car- rogue elements, comes out in August. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's August 17th. Um, it's, it's 17th. that week anyway.
0: Okay. Very soon. Um, anything else lined up for the future that you're allowed to talk about? Well, or? the, uh,
1: the, um, you know, the, um, this week in comic shops uh, and two weeks from now on Amazon and other bookstores, uh, the, uh, the star Wars, the old Republic epic collection that contains my lost tribe of the Sith comics. Okay, uh, It's vo- volume four is the volume number. Uh, this is the first time those have been in print uh, in seven years. And so, huh. you know, for years, I mean, the, the, the the book uh, the prose book uh, Lost Tribe the collected stories uh, that has been um, you know, out there uh, you know and it says on the last page uh, to continue reading more about these characters go get the comics but you couldn't go get the comics uh, except yeah. digitally yeah. so uh, so we've got and that they,
0: they, they were published with, with Dark Horse right They're,
1: yeah. they they were they were published with Dark Horse but now these are from Marvel uh, so Mar- Marvel is
0: reprinting them basically.
1: <clears throat> That's right. Uh, then again, Marvel in uh, two weeks is putting out the giant uh you know Knights of the Old Republic Omnibus, which is just called the Old Republic Omnibus. Uh 1344 pages. I wrote every one of them. Uh and right. uh just you know great uh, great stuff there. Uh you know, and uh then I think one of my uh one of my Star Wars um short stories uh is collected in uh a fiction collected edition that's coming out in hardcover uh from Titan uh and i think that's later this summer. Uh so there's all of those and you know beyond that i just don't want to get into right now. <laughs>
0: sure, okay. What what's the what's the the, the collection called, do you know?
1: Uh, i think it's uh, Star Wars uh Insider the Fiction Collection.
0: Okay. Okay. We'll look for that. Okay. And anything else is under wraps so we won't we won't, we won't get into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I was going was gonna to ask, um, you've alluded to this also, but where can people follow you and your work online? You mentioned farawaypress.com. Farawaypress.com. Um, uh, yeah. My, you on, um, feel free to get, my, give your, your Twitter handle or whatever. But
1: Yeah, my Twitter handle is JJM jjmfaraway. Uh, I think I'm John Jackson Miller on both Facebook and uh,
0: Instagram. Okay. Where are you most active or most promoting your stuff?
1: Um, I, I probably promote most on Twitter because they'll actually show people what you what you post. Uh, Facebook, uh, I'm more likely to uh, have personal asides and commentary and jokes and trivia. There you go. Okay.
0: You heard it yourself. That's where you can find them. Okay. Well, um, I think that's all the questions I had, and and I don't see any more in the chat right now. Um, Any last comments about Fandom or your writing or anything like that? Uh,
1: it's just going to be great to get back to conventions here this uh, this summer. And I, I hope okay. to see
0: everybody. And, uh,
1: you know, uh, as I say, may the Force live long and prosper.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. Mix them both. I was going to end with may the Force be with you, but you, but you, kind, of, but you kind of took it. Um, so, well, thank you again for being here. I'm glad we finally got this worked out. Thank you for, for taking your time and answering questions and, and everything. To anyone watching out there, um, like my page, Samuel N. Harris, for future discussions and content for writers. Hope to do more interviews and more chats like this, or sign up for my mailing list. Uh, if you go to my page, Samuel N. Harris, that top link with the Chipper Maker link, a, um, you can sign up. You've got a free sample of my novel, Fractured Heroes, um, and updates of future things for writers too. So um, thank you everyone for watching today. Thank you for participating. Thank you so much, John, for being here with us. And Thanks for I'll, I'll say anyway. May the fourth be with you too. All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Bye.